Hello, everyone. Welcome to Genealogy Adventures. My name is Brian Sheffy. And I'm Donya Williams. This is an awesome day. Um, it's trying to rain, but it won't come out all the way. Not in my area. <laughs> it's kind of splish-bloshing around here. Oh, wow. So as always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the next hour with us. And we hope today is going to be as exciting for you as the last show was because that show was definitely off the chain yes it was it was a great show great show and so, we're going to kind of switch things up this week donnie is going to be more in the driver's seat i'm going to be looking at your questions but today we are going to try our best to untangle the gritty knot that is degrees of cousin relationships so the difference between first cousins, first cousins once removed, twice cousins, all that good stuff. And then today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to try something new with you guys. Um, we're going to tell you what exactly we're doing, but we're going to have an interactive bit, um, which we hope you guys are going to find really useful and, um, and fun. Because it's been a while since we've had a, like a, I'm not going to say a lighthearted episode, but a, a fun one. I'm gonna say lighthearted. We haven't had any lighthearted. I mean, this whole year has not been lighthearted. So the things that have been going on and just the show that's needed right now, we still on the genealogy tip and it's full genealogy today. You know, we're not making comparisons with history and all that stuff. It's full genealogy today. So where do you want to get started? Um. So I want to talk about what we're doing. Let's talk about the show today. The show itself is um, really going to be about Cousins Explained. So you know when you have those moments and those times where you're trying to figure out who's your cousin. Well, you, you don't have those problems with your, with your immediate family, but you do have it when you're doing your research, like trying to figure out if... Um, a third cousin, how that person is connected to you and how that person is related to you. Well, the thing is, is that there's a possibility that they might not be the third cousin. <laughs> they might be a second cousin once removed or a first cousin three times removed or something to that nature. So I think the best way for us to, to help us with our DNA and doing that type of research is to first understand the cousin explanation. Oh. And before we get started, um, this is a common question we get here at Genealogy Adventures. Where can people find previous episodes? You are spoiled for choice. You can, if you stay on our Genealogy Adventures Facebook page, you will see a little tab called Videos. All of our previous episodes, all three and a half seasons, for it, are up there. There's also the Genealogy Adventures uh, YouTube channel. So it's YouTube backslash Genealogy Adventures. There's SoundCloud, Spotify, Pandora. You're literally spoiled for choice. Yes, yes. Um, so, okay, let's get started. When you are looking at your family and you're trying to figure out, okay, how, how does this person go? Everybody knows who their first cousins are. First cousins are the, the people who are the children of your aunts and uncles. That's very easy. <clears throat> so we know that. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but after that, we'll say, what about if that first cousin has a child? Well, most people normally call that cousin the second cousin. When in actuality, that's not what it is. Um, that's actually the first cousin once removed. So we're going to work on the easy stuff first. Once removed means a generation below. And that's why it's a person that is removed. Um, so when you go and you look at your first cousin, you think, and your first cousin has a child, that child is not your second. That child is your first cousin once removed. And the other thing about the removals is that that can go on forever. You can have a first cousin 50 times as long as it's under the same way. So that's number one. Um, number I'm, two, go ahead. I'm just gonna say really, really good because growing up, I thought that the children of my first cousins were my second cousins. And it wasn't until I started doing genealogy that I realized that they were my first cousins once removed. 
So that was the excellent point. All right, cool. So now you want to know, well, who is the second cousin? Well, this is going to be very easy, y'all. First of all, I just know that my Sheila Boo is smiling down on me because she was like, you're going to get this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I would always just go against what she was saying. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to get it, lady. Um, you just you just be here to tell me when I say, hey, how is this person related? How is this person connected? And um, yeah, but now I get it. So when we're talking about, I guess this is a good time to put Cousins Explain picture up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me put that one. I thought I opened that one up. I guess I didn't. I'm sorry. Um, what I'm about to show you guys is a picture called Cousins Explain. And basically this picture will allow you to really understand. I mean, we've all had these pictures before, but there's something about this particular one that it may, it just hit. It was perfect. It was what I needed at that time. And it did exactly what I needed it to do. And it showed me. So let me, um, all right. Actually, doing that, you heard it ask a really good question. Is a cousin by marriage as important as a genetic cousin? I'm going to say yes in terms of overall research, but especially if you if your ancestry is in a deeply rural, and especially remote place, those cousins by marriage will more than likely turn out to be blood relations. Um, right. Edgefield, Northampton County, North Carolina, Halifax, North Carolina, all up and down the Appalachians or Appalachians. You'll want it, you'll you'll definitely want to figure that that one in. Um, and Estelle Singleton Fenderson's also asked a question. My mom was adopted. How can I find my family on her side? Not the topic for this show, I'm afraid. Um, I have made a note of your question, and if I can find some websites that can help you answer those questions. I'll do it. There's also some really good Facebook groups about helping adoptees. So you might wanna check those out too. All right. So I don't know what it is about this picture, but this picture just hit the nail on the head for me. And I was like, oh my God, I get it. So what we're looking at is because they explain the photo. And basically it takes you from your parent all the way up to your second great grandparent. And it shows you the, I use the word level. Um, I, and I use the word level because that was better to explain than the remove. So what I mean by level is your parent is at one level and next level up would be your grandparents. The next level after that will be your great grandparents and so on and so forth. So are we understanding that so far? Once you, you know, you're doing that, the parents are the ones that actually provide to you, the parents and the aunts and uncles, they provide you your first generation, hence the first cousins. But when you start going to the next set, your grandparents and their siblings, that causes your second cousin. Y'all, don't you feel like you done just, you, you made stuff so difficult when you look at it like that. It... <laughs> okay, so let me ask you a question, Donna. Yeah. So as soon as the word removed comes into the equation, that should be, should that be a cue to researchers that that is now taking you out of, it's staying within your overall family, but it is taking you out of your direct line of descent and going to up and over to another line of descent. Not necessarily. What it does is when you say removed, you're either, because you can still be in your direct line of descent, you know, of your, mm -hmm. your direct line because of the first and the first cousin, because they can be removed too. So when you're doing it, when you look at the removed, you're talking about an actual whole generation. So somebody who's not on the same line as you, that's what the removed actually means. It's someone who's not on the same line as you and they're on another generation. Now, if you have a huge family like I do, but for example, I have a cousin who is my age, but you guys, I'm a grandchild. She's a great grandchild. So technically she's not on the same generation level as I'm on. 
is I, I hope this is making sense because my thing is not moving. Um, yeah, my my I, I can't see him, so you can see the question. So I hope it is making sense. But that's what the remove means. The remove means a person who is not on the same generation level that you are on. So if you have seventy first cousins, all of you guys share a grandparent, then all of you are on one generation. But then when you go down to, when you go up to the, the next generation, the great grandparents, that means that you're now knocking on the second cousin's door. And, or, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm on the remove part. That means that when you have a set of cousins who have been, they are the children of your first cousin. That's what it is. Children of your first cousins. And if you have the children of your first cousins, they're not your second cousins. They're your first cousins, one generation removed from you. And that continues to go on and on. Does that make sense, Brian? Did I do that well? I thought you did. I think you just answered Jolene Dunn's question because she asked, why is it called first cousin once removed instead of second cousin? She's just... And I'm sure that there's a lot of people in the audience who are kind of wrestling with the same thing because the second part of her comment was, I don't understand the why behind the reasoning. So the re, and this is why, because second cousins are attached to the great grandparent. That's what it means. So look at, if you look at the, um, if you look at the, uh, the photo, notice how, can y'all see my mouse moving? Notice how this is the great grandparent right here. So now the grandparent and the siblings are here. Notice that their children are now considered first cousins to each other, to, you know, to each other. But then when their children start having children, they become once removed, a generation removed. Now, when that child that's a generation removed has a child, it starts second cousin. So that's what it is. Did so what they, huh? You want to point that out in that little col column under grandparent? Um, and there's also someone, someone wanted to know if you could make the, the image just a little bit larger. They're having trouble reading the, the great grandparent and then the great great grandparent. Is that better? Maybe knock it down just a little bit so you can get the top. There we go. I think that'll do, that'll do it for what you're saying. So, because I was going to say, if you notice under grandparent and then it says aunt, uncle, then first cousin, that first cousin once, and it's, if you scroll down a little bit, down that column, the one that's right in the middle. Yeah, right first, there. Cousin, first cousin once removed, first cousin twice removed. Just wanted Julene to see how that one never changes. First cousin once removed, twice removed, three times removed. Whereas if you go up the generation and down, first cousin once removed, second cousin, second right. cousin once removed. Exactly. So I hope that that helps. Um, let me see. So. One person said that's different explanation than ancestry. Y'all know how I feel about ancestry. So. <laughs> no. We're hopefully explaining, we're hopefully saying the same thing. It's just Donnie is saying it in a different way. That's maybe perhaps, I don't want to say relatable, but in just everyday language. So one person says, so my mother's first cousin is my second cousin. No. Your mother's first cousin, let me see. Okay, so this is your mother and this is you. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, your mother's first cousin is your second cousin. Exactly. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Oh, we got one. That's when you feel good. When you teach one, you feel like you just, you made it. <laughs> yes. you, you made it, I think. So Valoria asks, does it ever go beyond twice removed? Yes, ma'am. It will forever be beyond that. So for like I said earlier, with the first cousins, um, that's never going to change. 
you're always going to say first cousin. If your first cousin had a child, then that child would then be your first cousin once removed. And then if that child had a child, then it would be first cousin twice removed. And then if that child had a child, it would be first cousin three times removed. It literally goes forever. You can have a first cousin 60 times removed. So that's how that works. Yeah, that first that first part will never change. Yeah, that first part will never, yeah, it'll it'll never change. Now Thelma Hunter has asked, can you trace through the through mitochondrial DNA? Um, through the through the X. Um I've never looked at that part of my mitochondrial NTDNA test. But what I do remember seeing in my report was something called generational distance. Um, but I remember that all of the all of the matches that I had off of that, they weren't arranged by cousins. They were cousin degrees of cousinship, like what you're seeing here. They were split up by generational distance based on how much the, the shared DNA, the segments, um, had changed. Okay. All right. So now back to getting to the second cousin. If you notice, like I was saying before, is that big enough for you guys? Yeah, I think it is. I'm looking at it on the screen. It looks like it might be better for them to see. And I can move the, the picture up and down. But if you notice, your parents or your grandparents, they cause the set of first cousins. But if you look at the next level, the great-grandparents, they end up causing your second cousin. That's what starts to... So it's almost like you follow your grandparents, your level of grandparents. If, you're, if you have a grandmother, which you, you go with your grandmother and your grandfather, know that anybody under them, they're going to they're gonna be your first cousin. Anybody under your grandparents are going to be first cousins, first cousin once removed, so on, so on, and so forth. Those, that's that list. That's your direct line. But then when you go to the great-grandparent, that's what's going to start you counting second cousins. That's what's going to start pulling that type of thing. And it's going to go like that for every level of grandparent. So then when you go to the two times great-grandparents, that's going to start your level of third cousin, and so on and so forth. So if I was to continue it back another generation for your three times great-grandparents, that's where your three times, your third cousins. No, three times is four. Three, th three times removed. Sorry, that was my mistake. So three times great-grandparents, that is when your three times removed is going to kick in. Exactly. So basically, as soon as you see a number next to the removed, that should point you to what, what generational level your common ancestors are going to be. Well, the and the first thing it's going to point you to that if you see somebody who's removed, then there's a pot, then that means that they're coming from an aunt or an uncle of your a sibling of your grand of your grand your 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 grandparent, whichever level that is. Mm -hmm. When they start going like that, if somebody's looking to be removed, then that's on a sib that's a sibling of the grandparent or great grandparent or great great grandparent or so on and so forth. Because you can see that on this particular on this particular level. This right here, showing the grandparents first, this is you, sister, brother, child, niece, nephew, grandchild, grandniece, nephew, so on and so forth. That's all on you and, the, and your parent. But when you start going to your grandparents, when you're looking at your parents' sisters or brothers, that's when you start looking at the cousins. And that's first cousin once removed and so on and so forth. So just like with your mom and or your mom and dad and their siblings, that's the same thing for the grandparents. When you go to the grandparents, you all are here. But then as soon as you start seeing a cousin removed or whatever the case may be, you should automatically assume that that is a sibling of a grandparent. Once you start seeing the removed part, that's a sibling of a grandparent. That's how you know. So if somebody on Ancestry is listed as the second to third cousin to you, for example, guess what? You're looking at the sibling of a grandparent or, yeah, if it's a second cousin, you're looking at this person connecting to you as a sibling of the grandparent. 
I love that I've gotten this. Like, I just love it. I just love it. So I'm going, I'm going to put this one away for a minute. And then I'm going to give you guys an example using a family photo. Just to be even more clear. So it's kind of a blurry picture. It's not the, the greatest picture in the world. Um, but this is five generations, okay? This is an aunt, um, a niece, a grandniece, because let's explain that. You know how we always, when you go to the, you, you call your nieces, you got your niece. But what do you call if your niece has a child? Most of us make the mistake and call them grandniece. I mean, great nieces, mm -hmm. but they're actually not great nieces. They are grand nieces because they're under the grandparent. So they are actually your grand niece. And then, so this right here, like I said, is five generations. This is an aunt right here. And I'm hope you guys see me doing this. Um, the aunt is holding the baby. Her niece is the lady sitting next to her. So I'm going to give you some names. Let's say the lady holding the baby's name is Nita. And the lady sitting next to her in the white shirt, her name is Margaret. So Margaret is actually the niece to Nita. And Margaret had a daughter. And her daughter's name was Jessica. This is Jessica out behind Nita, standing behind Nita. And Jessica then turned around and had a daughter, and her name is Evelyn. Evelyn is now standing behind Margaret. So Evelyn is Margaret's granddaughter. And then Evelyn turned around and had the cute little baby, Sitting, <laughs> sitting in the arms of Nita, and let's say her name is Isabella. So you've got Nita, Margaret, Jessica, Evelyn, and Isabella. Um, so that's five generations. So that's five generations. Nita is the aunt to Margaret. Margaret is the mother to Jessica. Margaret is the grandmother to Evelyn and the great-grandmother to Isabella. So what is that? Who are they to Nita? This is, Margaret is Nita's niece. Jessica is Nita's grandniece. Evelyn is Nita's great-grandniece. And little Isabella is Nita's two times great-niece. So I got one, I'm looking at one where it says that they're confused. What, but my thing is off. What are they saying on the thing? Oh, I thought you had already answered that one. Oh, I did? Okay, see, I might be off. So some of Sandra just asked, what is the difference between a great niece and a grand niece? I think I just answered it. Yeah, we, I grew up with the wrong terminology. So again, in my household, we call grand nieces and nephews, great nieces and nephews, but the, you're going to be genealogically correct. They're not great. They're grands. Right. But you know, if, if someone were to tell me about their great niece, I'm not going to correct them. I'm yeah, we don't, you normally don't, you yeah. normally don't correct them, but knowing this information will definitely allow us to understand how to search for someone on DNA. Because we always, you know, Ancestry will always say this person, like I have a boatload of second to third cousins. Now I know that those second to third cousins are, are siblings. They are the descendants of the siblings of my grandparents or possibly my great grandparents. And I would also say that if you're planning on ever sitting to get your genealogy, genealogy qualifications, your geneal genealogical certification, 
you're going to have to know this. Yeah. And I would imagine that's probably a trick question on some of their on some of their exams. Yeah, but you know, we got them now. What's the correct <laughs> term, grand or great? I'm just yeah. saying. So there's a couple of things. Um, after the show, Donia, can you post that cousin explainer picture that you had? You can post that. Then uh -huh. someone is asking about half cousins. Well, whether you're a half cousin or a full cousin, it doesn't matter. You're still falling. That doesn't change where you fall generationally. Right. So in terms of half cousins, then there would be like your half first cousin twice removed, your half second cousin, but there's still a second cousin or a first, wherever they fall in the tree. The um, I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And then there's another one who asks, Deborah Reeves, she asks, I have double cousins. My maternal grandmother's cousin married my paternal grandmother. Okay. You see that one? No. Okay, it says this marriage was paternal grandmother's second marriage. All her children were by her first husband. Her daughter, my aunt, married my grandmother's baby brother. My dad married my mother. I used to think there was incest in our family, but there isn't. My aunt's children are my first and second cousins, right? Um, I'm trying to figure out, so she said. I would have to work that out on paper, because I'm a bit. Yeah, because I need to, it's hard for me to, to say if they're the first on? and second, because remember, the second cousins start with the great grandparents. So if those, if then I don't think they are just because I don't see any great grandparents listed here. You're talking all grandmothers and grandfathers, right? That's what's confusing me. Yeah, I think you do have ancestors, <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, it happens. Um, whether it's incest with siblings, it's not incest with siblings. It may be like ancestral with cousins. Well, no, but it happened back. Just in, just in documents. Yeah, endogamous. Yeah, let's say incest. Let's say endogamous. And um, that, I mean, but that happens. That mm -hmm. happens because we have it in our family. I, guys, I, I don't know how many times I told y'all I have uh, um, my grandmother had, my great-grandmother had a sibling who literally, not only did she marry her first cousin, she had children by them. So it, it is it is not uncommon Um don't get freaked out. Well, again, it took my, me a minute. My mother's mother, her parents from Edgefield, second cousins. Right. It ha it happens. Well, it happens. It took me a get, while. You can't get into my tree without a, without cousins marrying. Yeah, it's it's no way it's no way that you can do that. Absolutely no way. Up, would you mind putting up that graphic again? The um the cousin explainer. Sure. Because some people are still confused. Roughly, I you know whether it's my mother or my father is their first cousin, their second this that person's second cousin. So there's still still confusion on that one. So for instance, someone asking, is my mother's first cousin my second cousin? Is your mother's first cousin your second cousin? Mm -hmm. No, that's you're you're considered once removed from that person. Yeah. Because your and and the reason being is because your mom is on the same generational level as that first cousin. You are not on their level, so you're one level removed. Does that help? Does that make sense? And hopefully, you know, hopefully that actually helps and makes sense. And you can't. Un and again, I'm just going to ask the question from Kalia. So, so translate three times removed. Is that technically a fourth cousin? No, a fourth cousin is a fourth cousin and whatever degree of cousinship, three times removed, two completely different things. Okay, so here's the thing. What was her name, Keila Tibbs? Mm -hmm. Okay, so look at, look at, looking at the cousin explainer again, you got parent, grandparent, great-grandparent, and great-great-grandparent. Under here, this is your line of first cousins and where they connected underneath the grandparent. Under the great grandparent, it starts your second cousins. 
So it's like it's like count one, two, three, four, five, six. It's it's literally like counting. When you go to your great grandparents, you know that it's second cousin. It's a second cousin because it's the sibling of your grandparents' descendants. Maybe I said that better. And and that's what that is. And it goes further with the third. When you go to the, I mean, when you the second, when you go to the second great grandparent, you start your listing of third cousins. So that means fourth great grandparent will start your listing. I mean, third great grandparent will start your listing of fourth cousins, and it and it goes from there. Um, this is actually really good. So Clytemnestra. She's got an interesting one. Both of her parents were only children. So there's no siblings, no aunts, no uncles. So her most, re most recent cousin that she can expect to have would be a second cousin. Or Say that no, again? actually it would be, a one, again, we're going back to a once removed situation. Yeah, it's just gonna be forever once removed for her. Mm -hmm. They're really not second cousins. It's yeah. gonna be a forever once removed if she doesn't, if her, if her mom and dad on either side doesn't have any siblings at all, it will be forever once removed. Yeah. But if they don't have any, well, wait a minute. Let me, that just, if they don't have any siblings at all. So say that again. Well, she said her mom doesn't well, have her, any her parents. Neither of her parents have any siblings. So it bump, automatically bumps up the generation to the grandparents. And then whatever descendants there are from the grandparents' siblings. So she will forever have second cousins yeah. because first cousins come from moms having mom or dads having siblings. That's how your first cousins come to pass. She will for she doesn't have any first cousins. Exactly. She will forever have second cousins. Yeah. Yeah, she will forever have second cousins. But that was a really good question. Thank that you. was a very good question. That was a very good question. Um, so yeah, if you if you're an only child and you have a child, your child will not have any first cousins at all. But if your your parent had your if your mother or father mother grandparent if your mother's or father's parents have siblings then their children will be your child's second cousin and go from there she'll never have a first cousin so that that's what it is valerie schlick says she counts the g's she said is grandparent first cousin great grandparent second cousin Exactly. Yes. That's that's a good way to do it. That's a good way to do it. So that that I, I like I like that too, Kayla. Kayla. I like that. <laughs> now where things can get a little bit tricky is if you try to calculate a degree of relationship like what we're showing in this chart based on DNA results. Because again. I know that all of the major DNA companies kind of their analysis is based on this ideal where two people getting married are not biologically related to each other. I couldn't even tell you what that looks like because I don't know what that looks like with, with my own genealogy. And to give you an example, I mean, we, I know we've said this numerous times on, on all of our DNA tests, Donnie and I show as a higher degree of cousin because we have so many common ancestors. We have an unusual number of common ancestors. Yeah, but that's the nastiness of Edgefield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, wait, wait until we get into Pasquatank, Halifax in North Carolina, back into Virginia, Hanover, New Kent, all those places. Oh yeah, we're gonna have more. Um, because that really threw me with our DNA test. Because I'm like, Donnie and I are, we're not fourth, we're not third cousins. We're not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. So um, somebody had just asked a, a question. 
right before the I count the G's. Well, someone actually mentioned something. I wish I knew more about adoption. Unfortunately, that is not my area of specialism at all. Never approach um, adoptees. Although I guess if you kind of think about it, the way we search our enslaved ancestors is kind of like adoptees or foundlings because we know nothing about them until we start digging into the DNA. Um, but I'm not sure if what we're going over right now is going to help you. I mean, anyone in the audience who does ado adoption research, if you want to chime in on that one, um, by all means, please do. I, I wish I could give you an answer to that, but it really yeah. is, it's not my research specialism. Deborah is still, I, I wish I could really understand Deborah. She says, so my mother is a first cousin and aunt to my father's sister's children. So what are they to me if not first and second cousins? I, I have to write it down. I can't, I can't just do it from reading. I can't see that. Oh. I, I'm, I'm trying to see it and yeah, I can't. Find it. I, I really, I, I wish I could help her because the thing is, is that you're definitely double cousins. So I'll take, um, let me take my, my aunt that I was telling you about Deborah from, let's take it from her point of view, her standpoint. My aunt, my great aunt, well, she is, she married her first cousin. So because she married her first cousin, her, her, the children that she that she had with him, they are siblings to their own first cousins once removed. Because I hope that makes sense. But that's what they are, right, Brian? Oh, so I was so busy trying to find this this comment. Oh, <laughs> so what I said was Fanny, who married um, Enoch. Right. She she had because she married him. And she had children by him. They we know for a fact that they were first cousins. Charles was Fanny's. Enoch Senior was was hers. Mm -hmm. um, was was Enoch Junior's father. And they married each other. And because they married each other, both of their children are actually first cousins once removed to each other. Got it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. But then, when they started to have children together. Now, their children on one end are half-siblings to each other, but on the other end, they're actually first cousins removed. Mm -hmm. No, they're, they're actually, what are they? She stumped me, Deborah stumped me. They are, I'm going to get it though. You ain't going to get me long. So... It's two first cousins who had children. We already know for a fact that their children are now half siblings. Well, they're siblings. So two first cousins get married and have children. Their children are siblings, but then they're a degree of cousin to each other. So then it's the next step after first cousins. So they are first cousins once removed. They're not second cousins. They're not gonna be second cousins. Yeah, this, that's right. They're not going to be second cousins. It's all because it's all under the same grandparent. All of that information is under that same grandparent. So it's always going to count under that. That's, yeah, that's the one thing. It's always going to be under that. Because it's always going back to the same two people. Right. It's always going back to the same two people. It's the, the way to think about it. Because really, it shouldn't get any more complicated than this one that I'm going to pull from my own ancestry, from the an enslaving family in Virginia. I, let's call this man Joe Bloggs. He marries uh, Susan Allison. Susan, and they have children. Susan dies. He turns around and marries her mother. So that's his mother-in-law that he's uh. married. And this really happened. And they have kids. So there are two sets of kids, one by his new wife's daughter, Susan. And then her kids are now half siblings. But then all of the children from the second wife, who was the mother-in-law, are also aunts and uncles. Aunts and uncles, yep. That's about as confusing as it should 
Yeah, they're also aunts and uncles. They get to that point. But now, so Kayla said, but if I agree that counting the G's sound right, then that sounds very different from what you've been saying. It's it's not different. Look, you can look at the actual thing. One G, first cousin. Two G's, great grandparent. Second cousin. Three G's, great great grandparent. Third cousin. It's not. It's not different. That's exactly what we've been saying. You follow that, and that's how you know what level this person is coming from. And then um, Nikki Nicole, she said, who is my first cousin's child to me? She's a first cousin once removed. Just like this, this, this says, if your first cousin, if this is your first cousin, then the next set of children that she, that her children that she has, they're gonna be a generation away. Just always remember that they have to be, in order to be counted, as as far as part of the generation, they have to be on the on the same level as you are. So if they're not on the same level as you are, then that's gonna remove them away from your generation. That's what the remove stands for. That's what that does. And then Harriet says, so I'm not related to my grandmother's brother's children. Yeah. Why would you why would you think that you're not? I don't understand that. Stand up. So, so I'm just looking something up for a guest. Okay, so now I'm gonna go and somebody was asking about ancestry and what ancestry shares. Um, so I'm gonna pull that photo that I have. Which is this one. So here's a photo for you where somebody is 74 cm across five seconds. So the longest segment is 21. When you click on the, you know how when your ancestry is up and it'll show you like what the percentage is for someone, you click on that and you get this. This particular person is either going to be, according to Ancestry, a second cousin. It, it has more likely to be in the second cousin, once removed area, first cousin, half first cousin, once twice removed, or so on and so forth. So, but there's also a possibility that that person could be a third cousin because these are the, the biggest numbers. So with that being said, because I know this, I know now that this person is going to be related to, to the person as either because of the fact that the grandparent is one of the grandparents' siblings. That's what it is. This person is going to connect to one of my grandparents' siblings. So you have four grandparents. And because you have four grandparents, even though you don't know which one of the grandparents it is, find out who the siblings are. And then you can start finding out who this person and how this person connects, who this person is and how the person connects. I hope that makes sense. I'm, I'm just going to say we've had a lot of questions about adoptions. And again, adoption, yeah, I see that. not Donya or my research specialism. Um, but what I have done is I found a whole list of adoption kind of research related Facebook groups. And I've just posted a link to that. Great. So the, the people that are asking that question, I, I really do hope that helps you with your search. Right. So Kayla, you say, you say, so technically, if you take out the once removed wording, they're still your first cousins. But you don't want to take out the once removed wording because that allows you to know exactly where they are. So again, just remember, don't make it harder than, than what it is because I, I get it, but it's really not that hard. You, if you, if your mom... Let's say you have five first cousins and all five of you have children. Their children are not, they don't, they don't share a grandparent with you. They share a great grandparent with you. That's what it is. They don't share, even though that grandparent is there, you know, they all are 
connected with each other, you guys still, they're still not, they're not on the same level as you are. They're not on the same generational level. And yeah, they're not on the same generational level that you are on. And I guess the way that I think about it is even though mentally I know the degree of relationship with my cousins, like if the son of my first cousin and I are hanging out, we're in DC and I introduce him. This is Eric, my cousin. I don't even go into like he's right. first cousin once removed. Not, he's just my cousin. Oh, well, how are you related? We share that my grandparents are his great grandparents. Right. And, that's, and, people, and that's it. They don't have, they don't need to know all the other stuff. They don't need to know the, the whole thing. It's just that it's easier for you to find out. Like now that I know, now that I understand it, when I go and, and I look at my DNA, anybody who is listening to me as a second cousin, I now know because they are a second cousin, they somehow connect to me because of my grandparents' sibling. I'm not looking to them to be a part of my grandparents, to be on the same line as my grandparents. I'm looking at them as the fact that they are a, a descendant of one of my grandparents' siblings. They are children of one of my grandparents' siblings. I now have a be I can pinpoint better where to look and how to find them. And because you only have four grandparents, that means that one of those who, what if, okay, let's put it like this. What if out of the four grandparents, only two of them had children? You just narrowed, you just knocked two out. I mean, had siblings. Only two of them had siblings. You just knocked two grandparents right out. So now you know that that second cousin is going to be either related to this grandparent or this grandparent through one of their siblings. That makes sense. Did that make sense, Brian? It did. And okay. actually that bit, what you've just said, for all the people who are interested in uh, the adoptions and looking at DNA, you know, looking at DNA results, that should help you. If you if you can see how all the different ways that say ancestry, 23andMe, my heritage are claiming that an adoptee's matches, you know, what kind of cousin or relationship level it is. This should give you a window into where that person's pet that you're researching's ancestors are. Right. So, okay, we got 10 minutes. Let's throw up the quiz. Oh, wow, this has gone by quick. <laughs> yeah, it did. It went way faster than we expected. <laughs> so now so, we're going to give y'all a little quiz. Go ahead, Brian. We're gonna, yeah, we, we, have a little, we have a little fun quiz to see what people have take, taken on board. So there's a couple of them, um, you're gonna see a couple of these. It's all the same group of people, so it's not gonna be a different family group every time you look at them. So we have Peter and Violet and, and their descendants. So Abrams, one of their child children, he's married to a woman called Maria. Then we have Nicholas and, oh, sorry. Louisa. And Louisa, all the way over on the right-hand side. So we'd, we'd like you guys to, figure out, and if you can post it in the comments, what degree of cousin relationship is George and Beulah? What are they to each other? Now remember, they are both descendants of Abram and Maria. So those are their common ancestors. So watching it on here, it looks like it just popped up. So we're gonna give y'all some time. Um, it, it, it's, it looks like it's like delayed a little bit, but I'm giving time. I'm gonna say next time we do this, I'm gonna to try to work out how to do polls. <laughs> that would be a good one. So again, this one's figuring out how George and Beulah are related to each other. What, what? We're, we're starting to get answers now. Oh, okay. So you, you're, so we got a, a, a first cousin once removed, fourth cousins, first cousins three times removed, fourth cousins, so myself else is saying second cousins, fourth cousins, first, first cousins, they're, they're, 
popping fourth cousins, all that. So okay, what's the answer, Brian? That it's not fourth cousin. It's not fourth or second. So we will take that off the table. Yeah. Eleanor Park said George and Beulah are second cousins five times removed. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. The Tifa joiner said first cousins three times removed and all that. So what's the answer, Brian? Um, well, there was one that was almost really, that almost had it. Second cousins twice removed. Because remember, Jacob and Anna are siblings. They're not second cousins. Hmm? They're not second cousins. Oh, no, they aren't. No second cousins here. You, 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 you looked at the wrong one, the wrong answer. I'm looking at the wrong you, you <laughs> So let's explain it. Jacob, John, and Anna are, are children of Abram and Maria, okay? And Jacob had, all three of them had three children apiece. So John, Wesley, and Alfonso are first cousins. Um, Peter would be Alfonso, using, just using that it like this, Peter would be Alfonso's first cousin once removed. George would be Alfonso's first, first cousin twice removed. Same for Clarissa. Clarissa would be George's first cousin twice removed. So the two of them together would actually end up being first cousins, one, two, three times removed. So that's what it is. So let's go to the next one. You got Richard, you got Nancy. What is their connection? So remembering Abram and Nicholas are siblings. Yeah, Abram, Nicholas are siblings. Peter and Violet, they're the moms and dad. Yeah, I thought Latifah got it. Latifah Joyner was the one that actually got the answer correct. <laughs> I couldn't find it though. You're right, yeah. Latifah, you got it correct. I'm telling you, if I could high five you virtually right now, I, I would That's do That's what we're doing. <laughs> awesome. So here's the next one. And remember, when you're looking at this, you know, when you're looking at this one, make sure you remember, you only become a second cousin when you're a part of the great-grandparent line. You only become a third cousin when you're part of the great-great-grandparents line. It goes like that. So don't automatically assume second cousins because of that, that it's like that. So this one right here is gonna move you to the next level. So DJ, DJ, Walk, DJ Walker said this group is second cousins twice removed. You got a lot of people saying that. Tony said first cousin twice removed. Second cousin twice removed. I want us to, to try to get through them, but what time is it? We got to watch the time too. Yeah, because we have um, we need a couple of minutes towards the end. Yeah. Um, so, Linda, so this will be the last one. Linda said, Is Louisa not a sibling to Nicholas and Abram? She's a sibling, but we're not talking about her children. So don't confuse yourself. She's a sibling. So let's let's put it like this. Nicholas has now moved over as this on the sibling side. So what did I tell y'all about the siblings? Once he goes to the sibling, um, that actually starts a second. That that starts moving you to a next to the next level when you when you're on a sibling. So I'll give you a little cheat. Jacob and Rachel are first cousins. If Abram and Nicholas are brothers. And they each have kids, their first cousins to one another. Right. And then Richard is Rachel's son. What is Nancy to Richard? Let's give the answer because I want you to do what mm -hmm. you're going to do at the end. 
Okay, if you want to shout that out as I get my notes ready. So the answer for this one, you got Nicholas, Rachel, Richard. Richard is Jacob's is John's first cousin once removed. And um, so this is gonna be this moves over to second cousins, right? This is a second cousin twice removed, right? Is that what the answer that we wrote down? believe yes this is second cousins twice removed latifah's on point she got it <laughs> latifah got it again it is second cousin twice removed so what we're going to do is we're going to share these um these little photos that we do have because we're like four minutes out before the show ends and jordan got it so that's the answer. It's second cousins twice removed. I'm proud of y'all. I love it. This was such a fun show. And, you know, I'm going to definitely post the pictures of the Cousins Explained. And also, we're going to post these. And you guys just really kind of go for it and just try to learn it and get it together. But also, remember, this will help you with your DNA and trying to figure out where to start looking for this person. So. And even start thinking in terms of how far back that common that common match is going to be. So good. Um, glad people are getting it right at the end. I love it. I love it. And you know, I, I really you know we both really hope that this is um this has really helped people because it is confusing. We appreciate that, and um that's such a brilliant graphic that Johnny has shared. That hopefully that will clear things up for people. So for next week, we have a really exciting show for you. Um, we're going to be talking about African slave records, and that is actually slave-related, slavery-related records that are still in Africa, that still exist to this day. And we're going to be speaking with um, academic and researcher Katrina Kiefer from Canada. This is right. her, her areas of specialism. We are really looking forward to that one. Um, she's actually been there. She's touched a lot of the records and the books. Um, so if you have any questions about that show for her, please bring them. I'm sure she'll, she will love to answer them. Yes. And you've got a special announcement about something that we're doing with Augs Louisiana. Yes, with the Augs Louisiana, we will be um, talking with them June 19th. And we're going to be talking about newspapers and what you find, fake news, as some people might say in some instances, or just the fact that it allows you to just move forward so that's going to be a great conversation you do have to register for it and you can go to our genealogy adventures page on our calendar uh, or our events um, line and definitely look for the link to register um this is going to be by the augs in louisiana so we're look definitely looking forward to that and i wanted to piggyback on what brian was talking about for the next week's show very quickly that's Juneteenth. That's that time period. So we felt like that would be a great time to talk about that and um, those slave records. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited about it. Me too. Me yeah. too. So thank you so much for spending this hour with us. Um, as confusing as it was in the beginning, we hope that things became more clear in the end. We know you, we love you guys. We want you guys to do well. So check us out in all of our spaces. And until next week, when we talk about African slave records, I'm Brian Sheffy. I'm Daniel Williams. Thank you guys. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your day. <laughs>